I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. KFBR 392. KFBR 392. KFBR 392. KFBR 392. It's high noon for Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator.substack.com and the merch site is cancelcotour.com or go direct to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Today is the 230th day of Barack Obama's third term, as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy fake proxy president Joe Biden, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history, and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You finally saw behind the curtain. You took hold of everything that was there and then you shrugged and closed the curtain again and that's true isn't it commies just admit it honestly admit it admit that you prefer the illusion you like the lie just admit it and because you prefer the illusion and because you like the lie so much you have come to enjoy being lied to and you're going to be like that's not true you guys are the ones who believe the lies (laughs) i know commie i know it's us we're the problem we're the ones who don't know anything hey commie do masks work what's your answer what's your answer commie Do they work? So is it us that we like the lies? That's us. We like the lies. You don't know what to say when someone asks you if masks work, but we like the lies, right? And the reason you don't know what to say is because you have to say, yes, of course they work. But you also know that they don't work, right? And I'm not saying that you won't give me all the reasons why they do work. I'm saying that you will do that while knowing you are lying the whole time. Okay. That's the difference. I don't think that you're so stupid that you don't know whether or not masks work. Of course, you know, masks don't work. You're just going to still list the reasons why you think they might. Right. All of the best explanations that sound most plausible to you, you're going to give me all of those. And who knows, maybe you might in your explanation somewhere clarify for me how it is that the science 
has known for 100 years that masks don't work. And then they even said last year, your hero, Anthony Fauci, your hero, Anthony Fauci said last year, masks don't work. Then he said masks might work. Then he said they do work. Then he said they work so well that you need two of them or perhaps three. And they didn't fix anything for the 15 or 16 months that the mandates and the cultural enforcement of masking has been present in our society. They haven't improved anything anywhere. There's absolutely no proof that they have. And still, you want to say they worked and you want to enforce them. So you must like the lie. You know, there's no way you actually believe it. You like to be lied to because you like to repeat the lies to other people because you prefer the illusion and you like the lie. And the more you get to create the world around you to mirror the illusion, understanding that everyone around you is convinced of the lie, the better you feel. So you're happy to go speak the lie and repeat the lie and tell everybody about it because the world feels like a safer place if only people like you are around. And the way to know if people like you are around is to repeat the lie and see if they're willing to agree. If they are, they have exactly as much character as you have. And you guys will all get along. All of you will create the illusion collectively for one another. And you'll lie to each other so that no one's feelings ever get hurt. Everyone will feel comfortable and safe and right at home all the time because you will lie to them until they do. So charitable. You just have to get everyone on the same page. Do masks work? No, but you got to say yes and you got to find enough reasons why you can keep saying yes, because if you don't convince everybody that it's yes, then it becomes obvious that you just want to make everyone around you be exactly like you, because the truth is you don't care about diversity at all. You don't even want diversity unless it convinces other people that you're not just a hate movement. Like, look, we have all these black liars and Asian liars and Hispanic liars with us, too. They're communists, too. So we are not a hate movement because we found all these other liars. Black liars matter. <laughs> sure, commies, you fooled us. And you'll enforce it everywhere you have power. Right now, there is a Rutgers student, this was reported in the New York Post, a Rutgers student who claims that he is not allowed to attend virtual classes because he's not vaccinated, all right? Like, his computer is going to get COVID from him. And it makes sense because his computer is probably more vulnerable to the coronavirus than any of the other relatively healthy 19-year-olds he's probably around most of the time. 
But what other lies are so useful, right? Didn't Breonna Taylor, wasn't she shot while sleeping? Oh, no, she wasn't. Oh, no, she wasn't. But the illusion is more productive for you. The illusion works better than the truth. So use your illusion. Guns and Roses pun. Get it? Jacob Blake, he was unarmed, except for that knife in his hand. And he was a fine, upstanding citizen, except for the fact that he had just uh, digitally raped his ex-girlfriend. It's true. Sorry. I'm trying to find a nicer way to say it. It's true. George Floyd was a gentle giant who was murdered because he was black. And he wasn't a man who had been involved in a prior armed robbery where he held a gun to a pregnant, pregnant woman's belly while his four friends robbed her. That's not who he is. And he's not a guy who was dying from a fentanyl overdose when the cops were trying to arrest him. And he's not a guy that was resisting arrest. And he's not a guy who was calling for his girlfriend, who's a Minneapolis teacher, we're told, who he calls mama. No, no, he was crying out for his mother because he was being murdered by a racist cop. And that illusion did wonders for you guys. Vaccines are safe. That illusion does great. You can make sure that everybody gets vaccines. You can make it so that people who don't get the vaccine aren't even allowed around you. They're not even allowed to look at a computer screen that is showing the same thing your computer screen is showing while their computer is making the same sounds that your computer is making. You cannot have that. You're just not the kind of person who can associate with the unvaccinated at all. Even though the vaccine doesn't work at all, doesn't prevent you from getting COVID or spreading COVID or getting severe illness or dying. Doesn't do any of those things. But the illusion is that it's very safe and very effective and if everybody takes it, then we can get herd immunity, even though it doesn't prevent people from getting the disease or spreading the disease. So it can't give you herd immunity. What it can give you is herd complicity, and that's what you want. You want to know that there are no no-no people out there. So you need signs. You need to know that people are vaccinated. You need to know they're wearing a mask. You better hope that vaccine passport comes out before everybody realizes that masks don't do anything, Kami, or you're going to have so much to explain. It's like all of you are a battle-worn Vietnam vet who sees Charlie behind every bush, except you just basically see a MAGA hat on everyone who isn't wearing a mask. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, they're coming from everywhere. Yeah, Kami, we are. And hey, if you're sick, of that feeling. If you're sick of feeling like, oh my God, all of these people are going to ruin the illusion that I'm trying to convince everyone of. Well, hey, maybe it's time you stop trying that. Like, wouldn't it be easier to just let go? Just admit that you were wrong this whole time? Like, we're not even going to like really punish you for it. We're going to make fun of you. And we're going to be like, hey, how did it feel to uh, support Nazism? We'll ask questions like that for sure. But beyond that, we just want you to come back and uh, be part of this American project. 
we'll all welcome you with open arms. All you got to do is leave all those stupid and evil communist ideas behind. Just back in that crazy little communist utopia you're pretending exists. Where all the men wear elegant women's attire like Billy Porter and they just sing soft songs to you. Oh, look, I'm in Cinderella now. I'm a fairy godmother. (laughs) How is it going in utopia, commies? You know it sucks over there. Can't you just be honest about it? Just be honest about it. You don't want to see that dude play a fairy godmother. And no one's going to see that terrible movie. They're just trying to make children think that's what Cinderella is. Okay, we get it. Thanks, commies. But if you're sick of that, then you are a normal person. Stop feeling weird about it. We don't need the illusion, okay? Just be like, hey, I don't like that. I see what you're trying to do. If you could actually convince anyone that you were right, you wouldn't need to start trying to trick the children. So cut it out, commie. And with that, you know, I want to extend a warm Tuesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show, commies. Let's dismantle your illusions, right? They're not actually helping you. I know you think they are because you think the goal of everything is to make sure everyone embraces the illusion. Because if we're all embracing the illusion together, then the system has a chance of working. And you have this premonition that even though all the experts have figured out exactly how everything is supposed to work, it might not. You have that premonition and you're like, you know, I trust the experts. I trust the science. I really know that they must be right when they say, hey, this is the correct path into the future. And yeah, I know that they want to depopulate the earth, but maybe they're right about that too. (laughs) Yeah, sure, Kami, you're going to get signed up to the team. You're going to be there in the end. Don't worry. Bill Gates is going to choose all his buddies. And then at the very last moment, he's going to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that guy. That guy, Sam, down there, who's waving his hands and crying, that guy seems like he should be brought on board. Okay. And then you live forever, Sam. Congratulations. So you got all those experts, all those scientists, all those top-level commies telling you what utopia is going to look like. But nonetheless, you have this premonition that tells you, hey, man, if everybody's not on board with this, I don't know if it's going to work. You know, these people, I feel like they know what they're talking about. But so far, the track record's not so good. And I know I I agree. It's because all those people in red hats are messing it up. And I would put them all in camps, too. But I don't know, man. Seems like that might be a little extreme. Thing is, though, if we don't put them in camps, I, I have this premonition. This sneaking suspicion that if they don't all go along with it, then it's just not going to work. Like all this stuff, you kind of need everybody on board, you know? Like if we're going to pretend 
that women and men can just choose which one they are all the time in any moment of the day. Just switch. And then everybody around them has to call them by their proper pronouns, their new pronouns, or else get arrested. Well, it's going to be a hard system to keep going unless everyone totally agrees, even when it affects them negatively. Like, I don't know if Billy Porter is a he or a she or a they, but I know that he's a he. Just don't know what to call him. Now, if I'm wrong about calling him a he, they could come after me. And that could happen even if I was fully on board. I just might not know that day. He's a hard one to figure out. <laughs> How am I going to know? I can just get in trouble. But so can you, Kami. That's the thing. So can you. You might be the one thinking right now, oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. They are going to come for you. And you know what? I support them because I'm not a transphobe. Okay, Kami. Congratulations. I never called you a transphobe. Why are you getting so defensive? You can just say, oh, that guy looks like he has a penis. <laughs> and then you just say he. That's how it works, Kami. Everybody knows it. Literally everybody knows it. But a certain subset of all those people are like you and they lie about it. And why do they lie about it? Because they are trying to enforce the illusion. If everyone buys in, then maybe the utopia will come into being. Right? And that's what we're supposed to do about everything now. We are being told right now that there is a moo variant that is just attacking Los Angeles County. Watch out, L.A. <laughs> Who is going to save you from moo? Nobody. You're going to have to save yourself. And how are you going to do it? Well, you can take ivermectin or you can just sit on the couch for a few days. How about that? Because you see, the thing is, if Mu is a real variant that actually exists and it is a variant of the original coronavirus that caused this very serious pandemic, well, then it's certainly much weaker than the original. That's how viruses work. They will mutate quickly and become more transmissible, but less deadly unless you took the vaccine, in which case your immune system is going to attack and kill you. But don't worry about it. I'm probably crazy. So the Mu variant is determined to destroy Los Angeles. And it might even start with Runyon Canyon, where everybody believes in variants. Those are the most likely people to have trouble with the variants. Now, just two weeks ago, the Los Angeles Times was trying to scare the hell out of everybody about the Lambda variant. Do you guys remember the Lambda variant? And let's just point out that we were supposed to be scared about the Delta variant, right? So we missed Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, and Kappa. Missed all those variants. Then 
We're supposed to get Lambda. And Lambda, whoo. Lambda is a very scary variant. But disappeared. Almost had it. Lost it. The illusion, no one, no one bought in. So the Lambda variant didn't get off the ground. The Lambda variant is basically the branding equivalent of new Coke. And if you're younger than 30, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But back in like the 80s or the early 90s, they tried very briefly new Coke. I guess it tasted slightly different than normal Coke. And it didn't work. Nobody cared about New Coke. They liked Coca-Cola Classic. And New Coke just went away. The New Coke brand failed. There was no market for it whatsoever. And that is what happened with the Lambda variant. But you see, the thing is, there is still a dire, urgent need to scare the hell out of everybody in California. So that's why the Moo variant is here. And the need to scare everyone in California comes from the fact that one week from today, the recall election to get rid of Gavin Newsom will be held. Now, of course, California is the most communist state in the union, and they have been voting for six commie weeks now. But the election day is... One week from today. And yeah, I know early voting has not been going on for six weeks. Okay, please settle down. You don't need to fact check me. I know it's been, what, three weeks or so since the ballots went out. We got one more week at the end. Fine. But then they get to collect ballots for another week after that. The whole process is about five or six weeks. I was talking carelessly. I apologize, Kami. So. One week from today, we have Gavin's recall election. Now, how do you make it seem like you're not cheating when the entire world knows that you're cheating? Okay. And I want to have everybody, at least everybody who's been on board with the show for a while, um, for anyone new, occasionally I talk about uh, rooted knowledge. Okay. Rooted thinking is a way to know things by stripping them down to the very bottom of what you know definitely is true and then figuring out where everything else kind of falls. You know what I mean? You can't know for sure in any of the mainstream ways that Gavin is getting crushed in this recall, but there are plenty of ways to know indirectly ways that are irrefutable by the information you're being given from the mainstream to know that Gavin is losing badly. And this is the same sort of way you could have known that Donald Trump was crushing Joe Biden last October and that Donald Trump won by millions and millions of votes. And we're going to find all that out. You know what I mean? Like I'm totally okay with saying the thing that the mainstream believes is wrong every single day for 10 months at top volume. I'm totally okay with that. And nothing could be more obvious. And that's because I know I'm right. If I thought there was a chance that somehow Joe Biden actually got 81 million real legal American votes, well, then I might be more hesitant. 
but I'm not more hesitant because there is absolutely no way in hell that happened. Right. And we know that we don't have to pretend that it's unlikely or it's only a possibility. We know it to be true. We are just choosing which pieces of information we must prioritize. And it turns out that we're prioritizing all the ones that the mainstream enforces and that our culture enforces through shame and bullying and uh, threat of retribution, right? You're telling the big lie. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to take away your social media. We're going to make everybody out there think that you are a liar and a maniac and a threat to society. And so you refuse to tell the truth. You allow you allow yourself to be cowed and you say, OK, well, I know it's an illusion, but I'll repeat it. I just don't want to deal with the consequences. So I'll say the lie, even though I know that it's a lie. And a lot of good people do that, man. And I say good in the sense that I know they believe they are good people and they have the capacity for goodness and often reflect that goodness. But right now, their primary characteristic is weakness and fear. And so they will exemplify the same complicity that an actual dyed in the wool communist will be exemplifying. There are ways to know that Donald Trump crushed Joe Biden. And it's not simply like looking at the rallies, although that's a pretty good piece of information. Joe Biden draws 20 rental cars. Donald Trump draws 40 and 50,000 people a day. Kind of tells you what the country really thinks, doesn't it? Are we just supposed to believe, oh, yeah, but, you know, there's so much, so many more people in the Democrat cities, and that's where they get all their votes. It's because all the black people like Democrats and not because their votes are stolen. So you got to think about that, right? This is about what information you prioritize. How are you going to find truth? Where are you going to find truth? Is something true because the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal say it? Is it because all the celebrities on Instagram say it? Is it because your friends say it? That's not how truth is formed. And if you were so wrong and so stupid and so crazy, why would all of those people prioritize you shutting up so much? It's because your case is that convincing? Well, if your case is that convincing... Surely you must have some evidence, right? But they say there's no evidence. So why are you being censored? And you can do these exercises on anything. All right. Think about where the truth actually comes from. The truth is being handed down to us on high from corporations whose product, first of all, whose product now is us and our data but whose product ostensibly is information and news. And we imagine that the market rewards the truth, but the market hasn't rewarded the truth, at least until very recently. Now the market does reward the truth, which means all those corporate purveyors of information begin losing money when they lie to the public, which is why the sources of truth are censored and silenced so that the illusion can dominate the marketplace again so that they can stay in business. And again, we have no idea how much money they're actually making. 
The New York Times could be entirely funded by the CCP, and we would not know it at this point, although we will someday. We know they're partially funded by the CCP. We know they sell people's data. So there are two sources of funding that have nothing to do with the market rewarding their ostensible product. So why do we why do we enforce the cultural idea that we have to find truth there? We know that's not where truth comes from. But they get the primary weight of the first impression on the public, right? It's likely that most people will believe what the New York Times says. It's likely that people will believe Joe Biden actually got elected president if all the news channels are saying it. Because they think, well, the news's job is to tell me the truth. And so if they're all saying this one thing, even the conservative channel Fox is agreeing, well, then it must be true. Now, that is an utterly retarded way to guide your life, right? You believe what the television says so long as it's all of the channels saying it, even the one that sometimes says the other thing. That's the extent of the examination that people gave the election or any of these issues. Every single part of the illusion, its support is this thin. Right. So you can go back behind that. You can look for articles supporting what they're saying. They all use these ridiculous words like seemingly or what was the uh, the one from yesterday? Observers say observers say that Joe Biden seemed to have more votes than Donald Trump. And there's absolutely no indication that Donald Trump got more votes than Joe Biden according to authoritative election sources. And people are like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> they almost told me a fact. But they told it with enough words that could get them out of a lawsuit if it so happened that one arose. Kind of tells you what they're doing with those words, doesn't it? But they all say it, so everybody believes it. And then anyone who's trying to present a counterpoint not only has to have their side of the case down pat, they also have to be able to break through the weight of that first impression and the weight of the illusion to whatever extent the person desires holding on to that illusion, right? It is much, much harder to convince someone that the election was stolen if that person spent last year supporting Joe Biden, like out there going to his two car rallies. <laughs> They're one of the people that drove the rented Jeep onto the lot. If you are that kind of person, if you are emotionally invested in Joe Biden being a legitimate president, it's going to be very hard to convince you that that first impression you were given was wrong. Right. There are people who voted for Donald Trump who nonetheless accepted that Joe Biden was the winner because they are addicted to the central narrative. Those people could potentially be open to being convinced that they were wrong back then and that the story was wrong back then. You can work with those people. Because for many of them, their first impression might not have been, oh, sure, Joe Biden could absolutely get 81 million votes. But the weight of the first impression for 
someone who was really, really trying to make the whole Biden thing happen. Well, they're going to be totally bought in. You know, somebody gave them permission to say that Biden actually won, that what they believed was right and true. And they're going to double and triple and quadruple down on all of that. They will support that idea till their dying day. And for many of them, that's probably not that far off because their brains are going to crack. But to come back around to where we started, the illusion is necessary for them to convince you of a lie about something that hasn't happened yet. All right. So what they are going to try to do is give people reasons to believe that Gavin Newsom could actually not be recalled, right? Gavin Newsom is absolutely hated. Gavin Newsom's supporters have fallen back to the position where they say, well, yeah, Gavin's really terrible about this and that and that, but, you know, California's doing just fine and his steady hand guiding us through and relying on the science and going along with whatever Anthony Fauci said. And we need this to be true because we want to have the Democratic governor forever. Who knows what could happen if a Republican ever took over California for 13 months? <laughs> and that's what it is. There's another election next year. And they're saying, oh, well, you know, it's not it's not worth disrupting California just for 13 months. There's an opportunity for voters to say what they think of Gavin Newsom. And that's at the ballot box next year. That's the kind of reasons they're giving now. Right. And they think that maybe that will convince somebody or that it'll actually tell people who are ready to recall Gavin Newsom that maybe they maybe it's just not that big of a deal. Stay home. No big deal. And. They're going to have to have some polling that says it's possible that Gavin Newsom could stay in office. There's no reason to believe it on the ground. There's no reason to believe it if you live in California. Even commies in Hollywood are backing off the Gavin Newsom thing. I, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I have friends out there and they tell me. Like people on Instagram shut up completely about the Afghanistan thing. Almost entirely because they knew how bad it would they would look by still supporting Biden over that thing. Like they couldn't even take themselves seriously in doing it. They just had to let that illusion go. There is nowhere near the support for Gavin Newsom next week as there was the support of Joe Biden last fall. And again, I've said many times. I don't think Joe Biden won California and we'll find out. People can think that's absolutely ridiculous and discount my statements on Gavin Newsom if they want. That's not very smart. Go ahead and doubt it. Don't care. Not going to affect me at all. I'm going to keep saying it. OK. The people who should be ostensibly the biggest Gavin Newsom supporters that there are right. The big outspoken Hollywood communists. The mask enforcers, the vaxies, all the celebrities and influencers, you know, like blue anon people. They should all have Gavin's back right now. But the extent to which they have Gavin's back, that's not very significant. 
Leonardo DiCaprio did an ad for Please Don't Recall Gavin Newsom, and he got absolutely murdered in the comments. Whoever his social media person was who told him to do that, that person needs to be fired. And I don't know how much money the state of California paid him for that, but it better be a lot. I bet they gave it to his very real environmental charity. You know, the one where he flies a massive private jet full of prostitutes, I mean models, around the world every year so that the richest men in the entire world can give his environmental charity money, right? Just for the environmental charity. He takes all the pretty girls in the private jet, flies it all the way across the ocean. It's probably an electric jet, don't worry. He lands, a bunch of the richest men in the world also show up there. They give his charity a whole bunch of money And they hang out with the girls that night. Or maybe they don't. Who knows, right? I don't want to imply anything. How would I know? How would I know that sort of thing happens? But even people like that are quiet about the Gavin Newsom thing, or they're getting plenty of blowback about it. Okay? And so who are the people? Who are still supporting Gavin Newsom? Who are we to imagine the average Californian is? All right? It's not an Instagram model on the beach. That is not the average Californian, despite what the pictures may say. Not everybody in California is famous, okay? You don't just select among California famous people. There are supposedly 40 million people in California, all of them real American citizens. I don't believe that at all, but we'll find that out too. Census fraud for sure. Do they lie about the numbers so that that number could support the number of votes that they're stealing? Absolutely. Do they have tons of illegal immigrants in that count? A hundred percent. But 40 million Californians. They're not all the Instagram model on the beach, okay? And in September 2021, they're not even all that person the way they were last year. The average Californian is not that person. The average Californian is not some huge Gavin Newsom fan that wants to see Gavin Newsom talk to Snoop Dogg on Instagram And then go campaign with Elizabeth Warren. That is not the average Californian. Okay. That is the average commie. Commies do that. Average people don't do that. Average people are not actually enamored with Gavin Newsom for taking their jobs away and destroying their industries and destroying the businesses they've worked on for years and years or destroying their child's education or destroying their lifestyle, destroying their ability to go outside without wearing a mask. Normal Californians aren't fans of that stuff because normal Californians are just like normal people everywhere else. They just have better weather. But you see, the truth is not going to get Gavin across the finish line. It's not even going to get him close to the finish line. The truth is going to get Gavin kicked right out of office and make Larry Elder the governor. 
And it is odd, let me just say, that the Republicans are the party running the black candidate who is in the lead by far and the transgender candidate. Meanwhile, the Democrats are supporting a stodgy, preppy, asshole white man who comes from a very, very rich family. His father was in California politics. They are one of the most corrupt families in that state's history. Right on board with the whole Pelosi thing. Got some family connections and whatnot. And he's best friends with the Gettys. Gavin Newsom is being supported by the Black Lives Matter people. And they're calling Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. That's happening. Those same people, eh, they let Jim Northam stay in office. The governor of Virginia, even though he was in a picture from college wearing either blackface or the Klan outfit. He can't tell which he doesn't remember. And everybody just let it go. They're like, well, at least he supports our right to kill a baby after it's born. That's a real thing. You can look it up. I'm not even being dramatic. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing that I can say something like that? And it actually is true. And people are like, oh, that can't be true. That's oh, true. Same people who voted for Joe Biden, even though he was mentored by a Klansman. So that's where we are with all that. Very diverse. But the truth isn't going to get it done. The truth is going to get Gavin kicked right out of office. Larry Elder would be governor. So you can't rely on the truth. Now, how do you set up a different narrative so that it won't be obvious to everybody that you cheated? That's a very difficult situation right now in California because most of California probably already knows that Joe Biden cheated because most of California are normal people and normal people everywhere are roughly the same. And normal people are like, oh, wow. Yeah, that guy didn't win <laughs> all weekend. College football stadiums around the country. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Not an accident. That's the country. That's America right now. And what happened to Rachel Maddow's summer of direct action? Where did that go? Where's all the direct action, Rachel? Summer is over in another two weeks. And, you know, by some standards, the end of summer happened yesterday, right? Labor Day, end of summer. So we have two weeks left for Rachel Maddow's summer of direct action. But the thing is, they don't even have an issue anymore. Remember, it was going to be all about voting rights. Where did that go? Oh, they completely forgot about it and no one cares anymore. Weird, right? Where are all the Democrat Communist Party's protesters protesting all their issues? They're very important issues. Last year, they were all riled up about George Floyd. They rioted over George Floyd for six straight months. Now, can't find anything. <laughs> All your grassroots support has just dried up. Where is it? Nowhere. It's nowhere. It's all scared of the move variant. Sure. So there is no visible indication anywhere that Gavin Newsom isn't about to be recalled. Okay. But that's not the answer they want. So they're going to cheat. They're going to have to cheat. And everybody knows that they're going to have to cheat and that they will cheat. And the funny thing is, even Harry Hursty and Philip Stark, who ran the uh, commie audit 
in New Hampshire a few months ago. They wrote a letter last week talking about how because the Dominion EMS base code is like out in the public now, California is in danger of having their election defrauded against Gavin Newsom. And so when Gavin loses, then California Democrats will be in an uproar saying that the election was stolen from them, which will be hilarious because if they actually go and take that to an audit, oh, it'll be the greatest thing ever. So they can't even really do that. They can only complain about it and then try to start riots. And I'm sure that that's the plan and they'll hope that coincides with the Arizona audit results coming out. And that's what they'll go do. That will be their summer of direct action. But there's no visible reason for anyone to believe. And I should say tangible reason, maybe. Because it's not just visible, but no tangible reason for anyone to believe that Gavin Newsom could survive this recall. It has been nothing but failure after failure after failure. They prop up the California economy talking about how Gavin made everything okay. But the truth is, the only reason that the California economy is okay on paper is because the COVID bailout that was passed under the fake president is what saved his ass. And that's been the situation the entire time. Gavin ran the state into the ground on purpose to help the COVID narrative, knowing that they would take power and he would be refunded all of that debt. They would clean up the California books. It turns out it's actually a little worse than that because their pension investments have actually been in CCP companies, and that's not going to end well. And so everyone will see exactly how disastrous Gavin was, but for now, everybody gets to pretend that California's economy is okay. It's not. California is an absolute disaster. So you've got to arrange a situation where the people will believe the results of the cheating. And this is what they did last year. We've talked about this a bunch of times. They set up some polls to make it sound like Donald Trump was down the whole time. Remember right before the election, the day before the election, he was down 17 in Wisconsin. That wasn't true. He won Wisconsin. And once the auditing is done and all that's complete, we'll know he won Wisconsin. But anyone with a brain already knows he won Wisconsin. It's just a fact. And anyone who doesn't see that as a fact is only taking the position they're taking because they're prioritizing information coming from the wrong sources. The election was illegal. You don't even need to get into the vote numbers. The election was illegal. It should have never been certified. That's obvious. It's a matter of black letter law. But this isn't about Wisconsin. So they they had the polling. They set it up with the polling, right? That Biden had a chance to win all of these states where he was not even close. He's not close in Pennsylvania. He's not close in Georgia or Arizona. He's not close in Texas. And people pretended that was going to be a purple state. So they did that. They drummed up all these stories about how evil Donald Trump is so that anyone could plausibly believe that all sorts of different demographics actually hate Donald Trump, even though they don't. Black people hate Donald Trump. No, some black people hate Donald Trump. Hispanic people hate Donald Trump. No, some Hispanic people hate Donald Trump. 
But Hispanic people are realizing that Donald Trump's position on the border has nothing to do with race and everything to do with the fact that we are witnessing a modern day slave trade on that border. And the Democrats who are in trouble in the Congress and who aren't going to help Nancy Pelosi pass all the nonsense through are the ones on in the border states, in the border districts. Whose constituents are realizing that electing Democrats is a very, very stupid thing to do. And, you know, they told the military people, the military families that Donald Trump called dead soldiers, suckers and losers. Obviously not true Four unnamed sources. Still unnamed, still no proof. No one believes it now, but it worked then. Hunter Biden's laptop, that was Russian disinformation. They gave everybody a series of reasons on why the country might actually hate Donald Trump. And then afterward, since the election, since they named Joe Biden the fake president, they have said that there's no evidence of election fraud, that that's the big lie, and that Joe Biden definitely got 81 million votes. And they talk about Bill Barr and they talk about Chris Krebs at CISA and blah, blah, blah. They have to construct a narrative to support the cheating. If they just gave the numbers and were like, yeah, Joe Biden won, no one would believe it. They have to give a story before and after. You have to lead up to it. Otherwise, the cheating will make no sense. And so that's what they're doing with Gavin now. They're giving people reasons to believe that Gavin has a chance. The polling is ridiculous. The real clear polling average right now has Gavin staying in office by like 17 points. That's crazy. And you know it's crazy because you can watch Gavin Newsom. You can watch the policies and you can watch what they're trying to accomplish in their campaign. Everything they're doing screams desperation. It doesn't scream, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I got a 17-point lead. I'm not getting kicked out of office. Yeah, they really did just get some big dollar funding and get me recalled to prove a point. That was it. But my supporters, they know that I'm the right decision for California. I got this under control. Let's not worry about it. No, he's screaming at reporters. He has Kamala Harris and Joe Biden going out to support him. Now, think about how crazy that is, okay? Joe Biden is under 40% now. Even the commie polls have him in the low 40s. More than 50% of the country wants him impeached or wants him to resign. More than 50% of the country wants forensic audits. Why? Because they know Joe Biden's illegitimate. And that number's, that, that number's from months ago. It's higher than that now. Joe Biden is a fake, illegitimate president. But yet, we're told that he is going to go give Gavin Newsom a boost in his recall election. Does the country seem to like Andrew Cuomo? Nope. Where did Gretchen Whitmer's popularity go away to? That's gone. Gavin Newsom was as popular as the two of them or more popular. And now he needs Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to go campaign for him. No one likes Kamala. Most of the country thinks she is unfit to take over as president. How are they going to provide a boost for Gavin Newsom's campaign? And of course they can't. 
So they're going out there to create an illusion as if there's some sort of support for Gavin Newsom. There's a groundswell of support. And it's not so that they get more voters out to support Gavin. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris aren't going out there to convince people. And they're not going out there to get out the vote. They're going out there to create a narrative that Gavin is in the game. He's not in the game. He's cheating. That is all they can do. That is all they can do. Do you really think if Gavin Newsom was up 17 points, they would be telling people to go ahead and print their ballots out at home because of the very scary move variant? No way. And we don't have to be that stupid. The only thing that makes us afraid of saying these kinds of things is the power and the weight of the first impression that is given by the other side, by the mainstream media, by the cultural enforcers, by the celebrities, by the polls even. We're told, oh, well, this is what the experts say. Look at the poll. That's the experts. They know the poll is what tells you what all the people think. The poll doesn't tell you what the people think. The polls could not be more wrong. ABC News, Washington Post, 17 points, Wisconsin, the day before the election last fall. Not even close. Not even close. Donald Trump won Wisconsin by a lot. They tried to claim that Joe Biden was 17 points ahead. They were off by 20, at least 20 points, a 20 point margin of error. <laughs> Apply that to Gavin Newsom's polling. So he's up 17, he's up 19, whatever it is. Oh, he's losing. How about that? How about we use our brains for once? And what is Kamala actually planning on doing while she's out there? You know, a couple of weeks ago, she was supposed to be there doing an event with Gavin Newsom, but the whole Afghanistan thing got in the way. It changed her plans completely. She ha she just it wouldn't feel right campaigning at that point. And they did it because of the solemn moment the country was having and not because they didn't want to put Kamala out there and think she might have to answer for how awful this fake administration actually is at their jobs. So she was supposed to go out with Gavin Newsom and they were going to set up at this lot, I guess, that was, I don't know, a half an hour, 45 minutes outside of San Francisco. And people were going to go in their cars to watch their campaign event. Here's the thing. OK, and this I was going to talk about this back then and then things got thrown off. Obviously, this is from uh, Fox News on August 25th. Harris Newsom require rally goers get vaccine or negative test despite staying in cars. You got that to go to their event that no one is going to go to. They're requiring people to be vaccinated or get a test just to arrive in their car. And why is that? Right. There's no way it could possibly be about COVID. It doesn't even make sense. This makes no sense. This is 
no kidding, one of the dumbest things that has happened the entire time. Like, this is more ridiculous than when Anthony Fauci suggested people wear three masks or that they wear a visor because it's possible that the virus could enter them through their eyeball. And then people went along with it. This is even dumber than the Rutgers thing I was talking about before. Because they're not even just being dicks to people on our side. And by the way, I don't know if that kid's on our side. He just doesn't want to get vaccinated. He can have whatever political opinions he wants. Although, if you're not getting vaccinated at this point, you're going to end up on our side if you're not already. So, for no reason, they're going to make people vax up in their cars. Probably make them wear masks too, right? But when you think about this, again, this is something you can derive truth from this information, even though they're not giving you the true information, right? So the true information is that they're going to make people get a vaccine or get tested to go to this event, all right? It's based on a lie. The lie being that somehow they care about COVID safety. What they care about is making sure that no one is going to go there and disrupt their ridiculous event. If they didn't require vaccine or tests, well, (laughs) people who are friends with us, they could show up at the event and just lay on their horn the whole time. That's what they're doing. They are making sure that only certain kinds of people can go to their event. Now, maybe there are some vaccinated people who are willing to go do that, or maybe there are people who are willing to get tested so that they can show up at that event. But otherwise, right there, you can know what the truth really is. You know they're not doing it for no reason. They're going to model good behavior, that whole thing. Got to model good behavior for people. You don't seem like a complete asshole if you're doing that. I was at a concert the other night, and uh, the band I was seeing... And one of the songs, they had a guest guitar player come out. He may have been from one of the other bands or something. But he came out on stage wearing a mask. And I swear, I was, it totally, I mean, I got back into it, but it ruined five or ten minutes of that show for me. Just to watch somebody who's that much of an asshole. That an outdoor concert, someone who's playing guitar in a rock band on a Saturday night, At 10.30 p.m., it's still probably lower 80s, 82, 85, fairly high humidity. You drip sweat just walking around. And this dude comes out to play guitar on stage with a mask on. Now, he's already in what they call a COVID bubble to be in that band on tour in the first place. All right. The musicians and the crew, they're kept in a COVID bubble. They can't go see people. They'll go to one city after the next. They're not allowed to go see their friends in different cities. They're not allowed to greet the fans. They're not allowed to do photos or signings or anything like that. They're basically a traveling circus. And all of these fantastic musicians, people who have devoted their lives to their craft, who are genuine artists, are not allowed to have normal lives just so that they can get the privilege 
of doing their job and doing the thing they like doing. It's so sad and so depressing. They are literally being treated like circus animals. This is slavery, by the way. But what choice do they have? They feel like there's no other choice. Do they want to be unemployed? Do they want to be kicked out of the band or kicked off the tour and have someone else replace them? That's the decision. And that's a terrible place to put a person, which makes me even more furious about the concert promoters. Live Nation, I think, has that venue. That's pathetic to make people do that, to destroy their social lives, to not let them see and connect with other people. Awful, especially while down the street, there's a college football stadium with 90,000 people in it. All of this is a lie. Okay, it's awful. It is a crime against humanity. And I'm not overstating that. But this guitar player comes out on stage. He has a mask on. He's running around the stage playing guitar. It's 82 degrees, let's say, and fairly humid, dripping sweat. Everybody is dripping sweat. Okay, that mask isn't doing anything. And he's probably vaccinated. And you know he's COVID negative because they're probably forced to test all the time, too. But he has to do it because he wants to show everybody in the audience that they are doing the right thing if they're wearing a mask. He wants to model good behavior. He wants to show everybody, yup, the mask is the right thing to do, even if it doesn't work, even if everybody knows it doesn't work, even if there's no scientific way for it to work and I'm vaccinated, I'm still going to say to all of you out there, wear a mask, protect someone else, right? My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. Oh, now our masks protect each other. Uh, turns out the illusion needs to, needed to be enhanced. So we've created new lies. But now they're going to pretend that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden gave Gavin that final boost. They got him over the finish line. And Gavin will probably have 53 or 54%. You know, so it's not too crazy. They can't do it like 60 and be like, oh yeah, everybody loves Gavin. Even though that's what their polling averages are showing right now, right? That would be crazy. The people would be like, oh no, he's cheating. And they've already set up, set up a narrative in case Gavin's not able to win, in case they can't cheat enough, where they can still call it cheating. And they'll go right back to taking over the election fraud narrative. They don't care. They will not bat an eyelash. They'll be like, yeah, election fraud is real. Of course it's real. It just didn't happen in 2020. That's a big lie. I know it sounds crazy. They could do it. Honestly, they could do it. It would be so funny to me if Joe and Kamala had to cancel their Gavin Newsom appearances. That would be hilarious, especially if they blamed it on COVID. Oh, I would laugh for a day. But what are they going to do with these appearances? Who is going to show up? Are they going to pay people? Are they going to pay people to come in these rented Jeeps again? And by the way, the Jeep relationship with China is something worth looking into. But all of Joe's car rallies last year, it was all Jeeps. That's weird. You know it's weird, Kami. Come on. It's weird. 
There's no way that all Biden fans just drive Jeeps. And what else are they going to do? Are they going to clean up the streets from the homeless? I guess it's kind of late for that. But hopefully people won't remember how big of a problem that is. The eviction moratorium just ran out. Joe Biden was hoping to get Gavin across the finish line on that one. But that didn't work. So what does California do? Now they start a program where they'll pay your rent. Ah, I guess we can't just keep ripping off the landlords. So now we'll just give people money so they can give the landlords the money. And then no one will be mad. Maybe they'll even just make deals with the landlords to give them a lower amount so that they don't kick anybody out. That'd be brilliant. I bet Gavin's on that. They've just got to create an illusion or else the cheating won't make sense. They are calling the black man who leads the pack in the recall race, the black face of white supremacy. They are actually playing the race card against a black man in favor of a rich, corrupt white man. Isn't that the thing they're always mad at? That party of the KKK, the Democrat Communist Party, the party of Jim Crow, the party of failing every urban environment in America for the last hundred years. They're playing the race card against a black man. They're saying that he is violent against women. They're saying Larry Elder has committed domestic violence, even though they can't flesh out the whole claim. It's as ridiculous or maybe even more ridiculous than the claims they made against Brett Kavanaugh. In any other setting, everyone in the world would see the campaign against Larry Elder in California being done in service of a rich, corrupt white man and being aided by all of the major power centers, the entertainment industry, the media, the tech companies. They're all throwing in for this and and trying to convince people that Larry Elder has committed domestic violence. You know, like black guys do. That's what they're going for. That's bananas. And why are they doing it? Because there is no chance in the world that California wants to keep Gavin Newsom in office. Their desperation is far more real than any polling. Okay. We know enough about election fraud and where it starts to know that if they are allowing people to print out their ballots at home, they're in trouble. Why would they court the claims of election fraud and then spend all this time that they're going to have to spend defending it if they weren't in trouble? They are in trouble. They're sending two of the most unpopular politicians in the country out to help him on the premise that people still like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the very few people who actually voted for them, the 40 or 50 million people who voted for them around the country. Enough of them are in California, right? Oh, yeah, they'll come save Gavin Newsom just on behalf of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They just love Democrats so much that they'll come out and save him. Except Democrats aren't coming out. And they're going to pretend that even though Democrats aren't enthused, well, you know, they care enough about the project to send in their mail-in ballots. 
going to be nothing but millions of fake ballots just printed out on the computer and delivered after the fact. They'll just find out how many ballots they need, and that's how many they'll print out and fill in. And they'll give you the entire illusion that will give you the entire rationalization for Gavin somehow winning. And Gavin actually has a parallel in this world. And that person is Canada's prime minister and communist, Justin Trudeau, who seems almost definitely to be the child of Fidel Castro. And I know you're like, come on, that's not true. But go ahead and look into it. And you'll see plenty of pictures with Justin Trudeau's mom right next to Fidel Castro. It's more than a rumor, people. But let's see how things are going for Justin Trudeau, who is right now on a tour around Canada campaigning because he said another election and he needs his party to be put back in office before even more things completely fall apart. Here's Justin Trudeau. Let me be very clear and state the obvious first and foremost. It is absolutely unacceptable that people be throwing things and endangering others at a political rally. There were volunteers and supporters. There are uh, police officers there to keep everyone safe. There were journalists such as yourselves doing a really important job informing Canadians of what's going on in this election and some of the tensions that are out there. Nobody should be doing their jobs under the threat or uh, or, or uh, under the threats of violence or acts that put them in danger. That's absolutely unacceptable. But it's not just at political rallies that this is happening. There are healthcare workers across the country who are getting hassled and intimidated and bullied as they're going into work to keep people safe and alive. There are store clerks and waitresses and people going out there around their daily lives getting yelled at and pushed around for wearing masks, for being vaccinated. That's not how we do things in Canada. And quite frankly, as I continue to campaign, I am inspired by those people who continue to do the right thing in the face of anti-vaxxer mobs who are not respecting the basic science and the basic decency that Canadians have rightly come to expect from each other. This is not who we are as a country, and I will continue to stand up to defend journalists, police officers, healthcare workers, anyone in this country who has done the right thing, gotten themselves vaccinated, wants to get back to normal, Nobody should be getting that kind of intimidation or uh, endangerment that uh, these angry mobs are putting forward. That, my friends, is desperation. That's what happens when the illusion collapses completely. Everywhere that man goes, he is hated to the degree he deserves. And it is a beautiful thing to watch. Now get out there and give that pussy your vote.
I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic. And Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parlor at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate. Or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!